Coming to you straight from Indianapolis, AKA the Circle City, this is the Taking Back You Momcast. The Taking Back You Momcast is a witty, authentic, and sometimes sarcastic podcast for millennial mamas who are in the thick of mom life. And I'm your host, Danny Carter Iddens, wife, millennial mama, motivational speaker, and motherhood advocate. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Taking Back You Momcast. I am your host, Danny Carter Iddens. Like always, here we are on a Wednesday. We're getting ready. We are going to talk all about this week about motherhood and stress. And so all of you right now, I know before I even get into this topic, right now I already know, can I get an amen? There are a lot of you (laughs) who are like, I don't even know what you're going to say, but I agree. Motherhood and stress. I feel like they pretty much go um, hand in hand. But what I want to talk to you today is, the the reason I want to talk about this topic is because I have, um, I have, I guess, what's the word? I've fallen upon some pretty interesting knowledge um, when it comes to stress and motherhood. And I was like, oh my gosh, I got to tell the girls. I got to tell all the other mamas because this is like crazy towns. Like what is happening to us right now? So basically what um, I read in Psychology Today I'm not, listen, we get psychology today because of my husband. He is a big, um, he, he's super smart and he reads all these cool magazines. And so sometimes I read them too because I run out of like, you know, LTD commodities catalogs to read. So then I'm like, oh, what's psychology today saying? And so <laughs> so this week um, I happened to pick up a psychology today. We have like our little basket next to our couch. And let me tell you something. I My eyes about popped out of my head when I read this. It says that the United States, so like uh, the these United States, that we are in last place for supporting families and children. So basically what that means is that um, like of all the, you know, um, I don't know, like lead countries, head countries, whatever you want to say, however you want to say it, we are in last place as far as support for the family and support for the children in our family. And also, I'm assuming um, support for the people who are taking care of the children in the family and all that. And what I thought was interesting is they said that it was especially true for working moms. And so I was like, well, part of me was shocked, like shocked and amazed. The other part of me was kind of like, well, yeah, duh. Um, Because of just all the struggles that you guys have shared with me um, and just everything that I know. So it was kind of like a like a twofold, like, oh my gosh, what? And then also like, yeah, that sounds about right. So <laughs> um, I, I wanted to talk about it today because I just thought like, you know, motherhood and stress seem to go hand in hand. And I wonder like, why is that? Um, because I'm not exactly sure that fatherhood and stress go hand in hand. Now, like I said, I'm not, I, I, I am a mother, so I've never been a father. And while I do, you know, I do believe that fathers stress about certain things, I don't, I I think it's different. And I think the way we handle stress is different. And I think the way we internalize it is different. And so, you know, kind of, um, I just really do think that like, you know, it is a different experience, the stress that a mother has versus the stress that a father has. And kind of probably that, you know, is 
that kind of plays off the fact that we have different roles within the family. Um, some are like society based and some of them are just natural gender based. Like, you, you know, um, women carry children in their bodies so they can't, you know, do X, Y, and Z. Or we nurse and so we can't do X, Y, and Z. And even, I think, honestly, you know, even if you are not, um, even if you're a mother who has not, you know, carried a child in your stomach, I still think, in your stomach, like, I don't, like, I don't know where babies actually are from, um, if you, in your body, <laughs> um, you know, that still puts, like, there's a, there's a, there's a nurturing relationship that's just there, that I'm not exactly sure um, is mimicked on the dad side. And I mean, we can go around and around with this. um, But I mean, it's just, I don't know, it's different. I don't know what the words are. Like I said, I read um, not psychology today on a normal basis. So I do not know um, what the words are. But I'm sure there are some cool, fancy words that somebody with a lot more knowledge could share with me. But I got to thinking about it because I was like, okay, all right, listen, I'm a, I'm a forward thinking woman. And, you know, reading something like this was, like I said, it was twofold. It was like, duh. And it was also like, yeah. And it was also like, what? And it was also like, no. Um, you know, because I know that this is a thing, but I just kind of wish it wasn't a thing. And, you know, we talked about this a couple weeks ago where, you know, the whole idea that women can have it all, it, it kind of backfired on us, especially on mamas. Because what happened is we were expected to give, you know, equal devotion to all the things that we wanted to do. So if we wanted to be mothers and we wanted to, you know, we wanted to be mothers, we wanted to be wives, we wanted to have careers. Um, so guess what? The problem is, is that you can't give equal devotion to all of those things um, all of the time. It's just not achievable. It's not, it's not possible. And so ultimately what ends up happening is that one thing, you know, might get more attention while something else falls to the wayside. And it just, it's always like a, a balance of trying to figure out how to, um, do one thing, do the other. And it's just, it's, it, it's really, it's really stressful. I know it's stressful for a lot of you guys who shared with me. Um, even if you're not a working outside of the home mom, but if you work inside of the home, um, heck, if you homeschool, if you do any kind of thing where, you know, you have to put your energy towards something else besides like, you know, your, your children, it takes time and devotion. And eventually there's just only so many, um, you know, there's only so many like strings that you can like put out into the universe and like still be able to hold on to. Um, and so that's, it, it just kind of creates a no-win situation for a lot of moms. And then that just creates just a lot of stress. And, you know, the thing is, is that it's not our fault, you know, it's not our fault because, like I said, it's kind of a twofold situation. It's it's a societal confine where, you know, um, they were like, sure, yeah, you guys can work. You guys can do what you want to do, but you still got to go do all those other things. And you're like, wait a minute. I meant I wanted help. Um, but, yeah, that we're not there yet, unfortunately. And then the other thing is, is that, um, you know, some of it is honestly biological. We can't – it's just – just the way it is. So, you know, it's, it's going to be hard to change that. And I wish it wasn't, but it, it, it's going to be. So, you know, a lot of things, 
this is what I've noticed and maybe you've experienced this and maybe you haven't. But kind of what I've noticed and the things that stress me out the most as a mom is that there's a lot of things that are attached to like motherhood or like um, like just being a female in general that aren't attached to fatherhood or, or being a male. So I'll give you an example. So like if my husband goes out um, and he's dressed crazy, I don't know. I don't know what he does when he's who knows when when like he's in guy mode if I'm like out of town or something I don't know what he dresses like I don't know what he dresses my child like who even who I don't want to know but and I know you some of you are going to agree or are going to like be like oh my gosh you are so right how they look whether or not I am present it's still my fault right so like how many times and we we all do it we all do it how many times have you seen a man and he had on, I don't know, um, some terrible outfit or whatever. And you looked down and you saw that he had a wedding band on. And what was your first thought? I know what your first thought was. Your first thought was, why did his wife let him go out like that? Right? We all have it. Right? Let's just be honest with ourselves because part of this is honesty. <laughs> Being honest with ourselves, we've all had that thought. And then how many times have you seen children, little raggedy children running around and you're like, why would their mother let them go out looking like that? You know, and we all do it. Like we should just probably stop faking life right now, be 100% and just tell everybody how we all do it. We just do. And so like, but you got to think about that. Like how is it that women, moms, wives, whatever, we are responsible for people who we're not even like with at the time. We're not even present. We are getting blamed for stuff when we are not even there. We're over, we're at work, we're at a conference, we're taking care of another child, we're taking care of our parents, whatever, and we're getting blamed for stuff and we're not even there and we can't even defend ourselves. So that's what I mean. It feels like we're responsible whether we are present or not. Well, how can you not be stressed with that? Like when you have that knowledge, you're literally like, cool. It's my fault no matter what. Awesome. Perfect. And you know how many times, um, you know, you hear these things. We hear these sayings like, if mom's not happy, nobody's happy. But what that really means is like we, we say those things and we're like, ha, ha, ha. But what that really means is that we are the like kind of the <sighs> representation of the emotional health of the entire family. And like, yeah, you dang skippy. We're stressed out. That's that's a, that's a lot to put on us. Um, you know, our children's behavior is a reflection of us. It's a reflection of our of of our parenting. The moms. Mo listen once again. You know, when you see a child who's badly behaved, very rarely do you think, "How come you know his father didn't treat him right." teach him right and even think about it when someone does have good manners what is said well yeah my mama taught me right we, we don't say my daddy taught me right we say my mama taught me right because all of those things fall on the mom and yes I take that as a compliment my child opens doors for young ladies he says please 
thank you he uses his man at least when I'm looking he uses his manners and I take so much pride in that but let me tell you the other side of it this is where it gets you know it's a little like yeah our children's you know adversities and insecurities and failures also feel like they belong to us we take we take the wins but we also take the losses um, I'll tell you this, the person who's in charge of brushing my son's teeth every day and night is my husband. He's in charge of that, but I was the one that had to take him to the dentist. And so when I was taking him to the dentist, I was like, oh my gosh, if he has a cavity, they're going to be looking at me crazy. Like, how come this woman doesn't brush this child's teeth correctly? Or how come she's feeding him too much sugar? Or how come she, and y'all know, and if you know me personally, you know that I don't feed my kid a lot of sugar because actually Jim and I are like super strict about the sugar situation. And in fact, our friends make fun of us because they say we're um, hippies and, um, and granolas, <laughs> which we aren't, but like people, I guess, just perceive it as that. Fine, whatever. I'm just weird about high fructose corn syrup. Sorry, just it's just facts. But anyways, um, you know, I was like freaking out. I'm like, so when he didn't have cavities, I was like, oh my gosh, okay, crisis averted. I'm still a good mom. And like, what? That doesn't even make any sense. Like there's a whole bunch of reasons. Um, a kid could have cavities. You know, I'm like, I know he brushes his teeth. I see him. He does the act. He does like the act fluoride. I mean, we do all, we pull out all the stops. We floss, you know, I mean like, so if he has cavities, it's truly just, he was supposed to have a cavity. It's nothing that we aren't doing. And if it is something, this is where somebody's going to be like, Danny, there is something that you're not doing. Bye. I don't need to hear that. He, (laughs) We are keeping, we're doing the best we can, and he had no cavities, so I'm going to call it a win. There you go. But, you know, like that fear, how many of us have that fear? We have that fear all the time. We fear that something is going to be wrong with our children, and then it's going to be our fault. I'll tell you this right now. Um, This week is my son's first parent-teacher conferences of elementary school. Um, and I am, I'm, ner- I, I'm nervous. Why am I nervous? Because I'm afraid, you know, they're going to say something about my kid that I don't want to hear. And now that doesn't mean that I'm going to ignore it or turn it on the teacher. In fact, what it'll probably mean is that I'm going to internalize it and it's going to stress me out and it's going to make me feel really bad about um, my job as a mother. But do you see what I'm saying here? That's where this comes from. We are, we take all of these things, you know, and and it's a lot, it's a lot, you know, we take all of these things and we internalize them and then they end up making us a humongous ball of stress, stress, stressness, and it's not good. Um, And we need to find ways to get out of that because it's not good. And we don't, we we can't keep, you, you can't keep going like this because, Listen, um, anxiety and depression rates in mothers are are getting higher every year. Um, and then what it's starting to do now is it's actually starting to affect our children because our children are seeing, you know, our anxiety and seeing our depression and thinking like, oh, I, sh- I, sh- I, you know, they're also feeling anxious because they feel our anxiety and it's just a vicious cycle. So we have to come up with solutions. We do. We have to come up with solutions because we can't let this, you know, continue to go on. So 
you know, the first thing you got to do is you got to identify your stress triggers. And listen, this sounds um, easier said than done because it's like you're like, oh, Danny, don't worry. I know exactly what's stressing me out. I, I don't even have to worry about this one. But the real issue is like, yeah, you might know what's stressing you out, but what are you going to do about it? You know, so is it your family? Is it money? Are you worried about money? Um, is it your children or is there a specific child that is, you know, you're, you're worried about? Um, you know, is it work? Is it your career? Where Are you not where you want to be in your career? And so you're hustling and then now, now other things are falling to the wayside. Or is it the other side? You are where you want to be and now you got to hustle to keep it up. I mean, there's a lot of sides to the coin there. You know, is it your marriage or your relationships, um, you know, with your family, with your friends? What's what's coming down on you? What's what's triggering your stress? You know, because then what you have to do is you have to recognize how you deal with that stress. So like, um, okay, one of the ways that um, you can have like an unhealthy way of dealing with the stress is like, you know, uh, eating food that's not necessarily the best for you not you know fast food um I know I had a couple of students when I taught um back when I taught in Valparaiso my dance studio back in Valparaiso I had a couple of students that um every night they would tell me they say oh Miss Danny tonight is Wendy's night and then the next you know you'd see him uh Thursday oh tonight is McDonald's night and I was like oh okay so I'm like, every single week, oh, girl, the tonight's Taco Bell. And I was like, oh, okay. So like every single week, you know, uh, they're eating fast food because, you know, mom had a whole bunch of places to be at one time. And so those were the meals that they were eating. And now listen, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And I'm, listen, those McDonald's fries, those are, those are, those McDonald's fries are one of the reasons that I know God exists because those fries are good. The other reason I know God exists is because of spicy nugs from Wendy's. I don't eat Taco Bell, but if you do, live your best life. I don't know. But, you know, um, that's it, it's it's kind of a defense mechanism because, you know, you're like, I got to run this kid over here, that kid over there, this kid yonder, and I don't have time to make dinner. So now we're going to eat these nasty, um, unhealthy foods. And guess what? They're figuring out that the things that we put in our stomachs are affecting our mental health. So now when you think about it, now you're eating all these bad for you foods and now eating all these bad for you foods is making you feel bad and then you feel bad about how you're eating all these bad for me foods and then you just keep eating them because you get your stuck, you're stuck in the cycle. So you got to figure out how to deal with that, how you deal with your stress and you got to get out of that cycle, you got to jump out. Some people like alcohol. Some people, you know, if you, um, you got to have alcohol to get through your day, then, you know, try it. Try a 30-day uh, alcohol-free detox. I do one of those every single uh, year. Every January, I do a 30, I do like, actually, I do 31 days. No, actually, I guess it is still 30 days because let's New Year's Day. Come on, I'm drinking my champagne on New Year's Day. But after that, for the month of January, I don't drink. And that's because I just want to make sure that I'm having like at least one month, you know, to check in, make sure I'm not relying on it when I, you know, 
I don't want I don't want it to be something that I rely on um, that I have to have I just don't like that so I always have that month where I'm like oh nope this is the month that we're just not doing this and so for 30 days I don't drink alcohol and you know what here's what's crazy about it is by I would say by about week two I feel like forget alcohol even exists so um you know how do you deal with stress are you replacing are you you know filling in the holes with something that you shouldn't be doing and you know what you can do is if that is happening then you need to ask for you know uh, support from your family and from your friends and you need to realize that if you have to do these things if you literally cannot get through your day without a glass or three of wine, then that means that something in your life has got to change. You've got to figure out what you can prioritize and then figure out what you can delegate because you can't keep going like this. You know, you can't take on too much because it's causing you to um, do, you know, something that is not healthy for you. And it's not sustainable because then when you're not healthy, then other things start to fall apart. You see what I'm saying here? So then, you know, what you need to do is once you figure out kind of what you're doing that's unhealthy when it comes to stress, you need to replace the replace those things with healthy ways to deal with stress. So like hanging out with your friends, you know, um, meet up, meet up with some with one of your girlfriends to go for walks a couple times a week, three times a week. Exercise in general. Exercise will help you release endorphins, which make you feel good and they will help you reduce your stress. Talking things out, you guys, talking things out is so important because if you are, you know, not talking through your feelings, they're just going to get bottled up, bottled up, and you're just going to be more and more stressed, more and more upset. And then you're going to be like, you know, um, you know how when your kids get a bottle of soda and they walk it to you and you just watch them and they just shake it the whole way to you and you're like, woo. Child, that is going to explode everywhere when you get to me. And that's what happens. Well, <laughs> that's literally you on stress if you don't have anything, um, you know, if you don't have a good outlet for relieving your stress. And you know what? Like I said before, you got to avoid the habit of taking on too much. I talk all the time about saying no, saying no, saying no. If you need a refresher on how to say no, uh, go back and look. Go on takingbeckyou.com um, or go on dannycarteridens.com. Doesn't matter which. I have a Monday motivation about how to say no. And it doesn't mean you have to be mean. doesn't mean you have to be rude. But it's just like you have to be honest with yourself and realize that you can't take on, you know, too much. You don't want to bite off more than you can chew. It's not good for anybody. It's not a good look. And listen, those people that want you to do all this stuff, that are asking you to do all this stuff, it may feel like an honor, but if you take on too much and you're not able to give them 100%, those same people are going to be coming for you. They're going to be like, oh, I can't believe she t- she did all this and she can't even do it. You know, she can't even give us 100%. And you're like, well, a minute ago you were talking about how great I was. So which is it? So, you know, just be realistic. It's better to tell them on the front end, hey, I'm just not, this is not something that I can do right now than to get in get in over your head and then just be like 
ah, you know, this is, I'm, I'm stuck. This is where I am. So um, make sure that you're not taking on too much. And, you know, and the last thing, guys, here's the last solution. And it, and it could honestly be the first solution because it could be the catalyst for doing all the other things. It's like seek professional help. Seek professional advice. I am a humongous proponent of therapy and counseling. Please, if you need to talk to someone, by all means, do it. Don't, and you know what? Listen, if me talking to you is motivating you to get out there and do your thing and get rid of stress and da da da, that's great. But I'm not a professional. I am a mom who's been through it. And I, shoot, girl, I've been through it. I've been over it. I've been under it. I've been by it. So I've been through all of these things, but I do not, I'm not a professional. So if you need professional help, I am not, yeah, I'm not insulted by that. I don't think it's like, you know, oh, oh, Danny didn't do it for me. I don't think that. I think you got to help your yourself, girlfriend, and you got to get help if you need it. And I applaud you if you do it because you know what? That takes a lot of courage and that takes a lot of strength to be able to say, I need help. Okay. That is literally one of the strongest things that you can do. One of the most courageous things that you can do is to say, I need help. You know, because motherhood and stress should not, you know, go hand in hand the way it does. Now, being a mom is just inherently stressful. You have another life that you are, you know, responsible for. So, yeah, it's inherently stressful. But some of the things that we are stressing about as mothers, they do not need to be a problem. They don't need to happen. And so, like, we got to realize that some of these things are outside stressors that we are letting affect us. And we need to say no. We need to stop them. And we need to take control of this situation, mamas, because it is getting out of hand. None of us should be feeling like we can't do anything besides sit around and be stressed out about being moms if we're the best mom, if we're the worst mom, if we're a cute mom, if we're a hot mom, if our kids are cute, if our kids need this, if our kids' teeth are this, if our kids' haircut is this, and oh my gosh, I gotta get on Pinterest because this is what we're all doing. And I'm the I'm the room mom for my 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 second graders class. And you know what? Last year that one mom, she did all these cool things she saw on Pinterest. I can't even remember my Pinterest password. Oh, how am I gonna make this happen? Well, guess what? Who cares. My kid could not tell you what the applesauce that so-and-so's mom decorated. I don't even know how she did it. It had hair. All I know is it had hair and a mouth and I don't get it. I don't know why. I don't know how she did it. I don't care because you know what? My kid knows I love him. He knows that everything that he needs that is that is necessary that he has and after that, eh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You got to figure out what's important. You got to figure out what's going on. I'm sorry, if you can hear beeping um, in the background, I really do apologize for that. The people who live across the street from me have um, a bunch of trucks that they love to back into their driveway, and they like to do it all uh, at the same time. So if you can hear beeping, I'm really sorry. If you if you don't hear beeping, then um, I don't know. Hey, how you doing, girl? <laughs> but anyways, I'm going to close. I mean, I'm going to end for this week, but I really, really, really want you to take time. This this episode might possibly, 
possibly be one that you're going to need to go back and listen to again. Like get it in there, girl. Get it in your brain. Because this episode, like I said, this one, this one kind of, like I said, it blew my mind, but it didn't. The facts blew my mind, but they didn't. And so for me, I'm an action girl. I'm a results girl. I just took the disc test a couple weeks ago. I'm an I. I get stuff done. Okay. So for me, I read those, you know, I read those statistics and I was like, okay, well, how can we change this? What can we do? So like, let's get into action. If you, if motherhood is stressing you out, and I know it is, you figure out, you know, okay, to what degree is this a normal level of stress or is there something that needs to be addressed? And then like, let's get a plan together. Let's get it in action. Guys have a great week. Um, you know, Monday was fall. It's fall now. Remember when I was like trying to figure out where spring was? Like we had one day of spring and then it was 10,000 degrees. Well, now it's fall. Um, so I hope you had a happy fall. I hope you had a happy, um, what is it? What do they call it? I don't remember. See, these are things that Jim would know because he reads a lot of smart people things. Um, but, you know, I hope, you, I hope you're enjoying your fall. I hope your pumpkin spice game is on lock. You guys, I haven't had any pumpkin spice. Oh, wait, you know what? I lied. I had a pumpkin spice cookie yesterday. But that was like my first foray into pumpkin spice dim for the season. So I'm going to have to go get a pumpkin spice cold brew um, probably tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, I'm feeling like it's going to be, it's going to happen within the next 24 hours. Um, so I hope you have a great week. I hope that this episode was helpful to you. I hope you're getting something from it. If you are, please share this episode with your fellow mamas. I, you know, I'm trying to get get to I'm trying to get to mamas, and I'm trying to talk to you guys because, oh man, I just this is this is my passion. This is what I love doing. I love talking to mamas. I love helping mamas. So please, please, please. If this episode was interesting or helpful to you at all, please share it. Please visit, you know, um, visit me on social media at Danny Carter Iddens. If you want to learn more about Taking Back You, you can visit takingbackyou.com. You can visit us on social media at, at takingbackyou.com social. Um, we... We're here, okay, guys? So please, please, please reach out to me. I hope you have a great week, and I will talk to you next time. Thanks so much for listening. For more information on Taking Back You and the Taking Back You Momcast, visit us at takingbackyou.com. From there, you'll be able to follow us on social media, listen to past episodes, and learn all about the mission of Taking Back You. Be sure to subscribe to get future episodes. And from all of us at Taking Back You, Thank you so much for your support. Hi, I'm Danny Carter Iddens, creator of Taking Back You. My vision for Taking Back You was simple. I wanted to create a safe place for mamas to focus on the dreams that have been placed on their hearts, where they could walk alongside other mamas who get and give advice on how to do this mom thing. I want to tell mamas what I wish someone had told me, and to build a community of mothers who aren't afraid to reach for the stars, even while holding their children in their arms. Want to learn more? Visit takingbackyou.com, because at Taking Back You, we know happy moms raise happy kids.